0: Hey, hey, hey! Everyone, it's Dijon here from the Let's Go Viral Podcast. I have an amazing guest, Emily Logan Lewis. She is an amazing like spiritual life coach, and she has a like a phenomenal story today. And I can't wait to really just like um, dive deep into it. Uh, Emily, you mind introducing yourself real quick to everyone?
1: Hi, everyone! So excited to be here. My name is Emily. You will know me on social media as Emily the Mystic. I'm a spiritual and intuitive life coach, and I love helping my clients discover their own intuitive gifts. And I live here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. And yeah, like uh, as I was doing like some outreach a couple weeks ago to like fill up my podcast, I came across Emily's page. I was like, wow, like a lo- like I love what you're doing. I love like the whole feel of your page. Like I had to get you on here. And yeah, there's a little bit of struggle, like different, like just like logistical things, but. We we're, I was finally able to like get you uh, uh, on the podcast so yeah I'm pretty hyped about this episode it's gonna be really good.
1: Me too and I always like to say everything in divine timing so of course yep. meeting <laughs> at the perfect time for the right reason so yeah, yeah. I can't wait to dive in. So you
0: said uh, Philadelphia Pennsylvania correct? Yes. Have you always like been there?
1: No, so I grew up in central Pennsylvania in a small town outside of Harrisburg, the capital, and then I came to Philly to go to college, and then I just ended up staying here. So I've been here about 10 years now, and I still love it. So yeah, it's a cool place to be.
0: Yeah, there's just something about the East Coast, you know. I'm on the the West Coast kinda. East Coast okay. is better.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I love it until
1: we get to this time of the year when the weather shifts. Mm-hmm. It's so cold today. I'm like, I'm a summer weather person, so I'm excited for when the warm weather comes again. But okay. that's why
0: you gotta come down south. I was yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love it.
0: I think it's like 60, 70 degrees right now. So yeah, I'm I'm the same way as well. I don't do too well in the cold yeah so yeah, my dream
1: um, is uh I was just gonna say quickly, my dream is to move to Florida or somewhere in that region so that I can like be that be by the beach year round, you know, so, mm-hmm. I love that,
0: yeah, Florida beaches they' are just like totally like just like unmatched, like that's like the ultimate sleeping on the beach overnight mm-hmm. amazing <laughs> that oh, is yeah, so amazing, oh yeah, yo, yeah, yo yeah, yeah, we'll dive deep into that like as as far as like just like different like ways as far as like meditation healing and 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 stuff like that but i guess i like, could you tell me more about like your your childhood was there like anything that that you did that kind of like uh propelled you into what you're doing today
1: yeah you know it's so interesting because when i was growing up i was always a super sensitive, artistic, creative child. And I actually was very interested in spiritual topics when I was nine, 10, 11 years old. I bought my first tarot card deck when I was 11 years old. And I just read as many books as I could about astrology and numerology and all of these different spiritual topics. And it's so interesting to me that that I liked those sort of things because I actually went to Catholic school for 12 years. And so what they teach us in Catholic school is that all of that spiritual stuff is bad and mm-hmm. is not a good thing to to do or to look at but there was still this like internal interest within me mm-hmm. it wasn't coming from family members it wasn't coming from friends it was just something that was very internally my own thing and so I really started loving spirituality from a young age mm-hmm.
0: good stuff and uh alongside that were you like um reading like I guess, like reading books, watch, like watching videos, like, like, like what was like the whole process as far as like, just like diving deep and into that specific topic?
1: Yeah. So I would, my mom would take me to Barnes and Noble when I was a kid and I would just like sit in the aisle of the new age section mm-hmm. and read, and read books. Yeah. I'm such a reader. <laughs> I always have been. So I read a lot of books and I also loved watching those TV shows about psychic kids and a lot mm-hmm. of the famous mediums and psychics, you know, of the early 2000s, I watched all of those shows. And there was a part of me that always wanted somebody to come knocking on my door and be like, hey, you're a psychic kid. Like, do you want to be on the show? But yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, it never happened for me that way. And I'm glad that it didn't uh, because it really allowed me to come into my own gifts in my own way
0: mm-hmm. without
1: external forces teaching me what to do. hmm.
0: I was kind of the same way as well. Um, as far as like reality TV shows, I grew up watching like iCarly, stuff like that there. And whenever I got upset my parents, I was like, I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm gonna go live with iCarly right (laughs) now. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we love the imagination of um like being a child. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was also so certain that I was going to get a letter from Hogwarts from, you know, the Harry Potter franchise that uh, told me like, hey, you've got magical gifts. You're a witch. Like, come, you know, come join us here at Hogwarts. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, that never happened for me.
0: That was one uh, series I never really got into. um, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. The thickness of the book was just too intimidating. I love reading, but like, man, that was intimidating, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot in there for sure. Yep.
0: Is there any other genres you like uh, reading as, as far as like, because uh, you said you went to Barnes and Noble a lot. You had a good childhood, by the way. I spent my childhood in Barnes and Nobles as well. Yep. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, I, and I know bookstores are still around, but there was still a certain magic to it, you mm-hmm. know, in the early 2000s uh, where it was just different before the rise of like online booksellers and so forth. Uh, but for me, I love mystery books. I love thrillers. I love I still love psychological thrillers and anything that is just kind of mysterious, mm-hmm. you know, and uh what causes me to be guessing about what the ending or the outcome could be
0: hmm and i I was reading your bio, and I saw that uh I know it's a little bit off topic um you're into like house music and concerts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm to that there? Sorry to, sorry to go a little bit off topic. I no, absolutely. Like, like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and side note to that too, like my whole thing, my whole vibe with my community and the brand that I'm creating is about helping old souls have fun. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm all about having fun. I love going to concerts. I love dancing. I love getting dressed up. I have been into electronic music since it really first started becoming at least kind of popularized to my generation in like Mm -hmm. 2010, 2011. Um, And now I love going to music festivals. I go to a concert with my partner almost every weekend. So it's also a really big part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a lot of people in the spiritual community, we're led to believe that we have to be meditating all day long and we have to live kind of this pious, very internally focused lifestyle. But that's not the case. Like we're here on earth to have fun, to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what I really try to teach people how to do.
0: I love it. Yeah, I have a friend that's a, he's a DJ and he's, he's been introducing me to like different styles of music, EDM as well. And like uh, showing me how to live life, you know, cause like, it's really easy for like, like just like, doesn't matter if you're like a business owner, but also like if you're working a job or like doing, doing whatever, you know, to like, kind of like, Get in the flow of things, just like changing it up every now and then trying something new to where you're kind of like, you're living life. You're, you know, like you're living and you're, you're living in the present, you know?
1: Absolutely. And music is such a huge motivator. I feel like for a lot of people, at least a lot of my clients, they're very intellectual. So they live in the, the mind. Mm-hmm. They're always overthinking, overanalyzing everything. So music really helps you get into your body. Mm-hmm. So I, I teach my clients like, Put on your favorite song get up dance around your room if you're feeling sad or down or wanting to shift your energy just like getting up and dancing is such a great way to be able to do that and to help yeah. stop the overthinking uh-huh. and get you into the present moment really quickly yeah so
0: so in order for you to teach uh other people like other intellectuals just like other like busy professionals on how to do that you, you had to go through the journey yourself could you explain yep. your journey
1: <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So it's been an interesting one. So I've been interested in spirituality my whole life, but I had a very traditional, like, young adult career. I went to college, I studied business and marketing. After I graduated from college, I started a job right away working in corporate retail. So I was a retail buyer for about five years. And I, along the way, started to see people online, like be, doing their own entrepreneurship thing, creating their own audiences. And I was like, that's so cool. That's so fun. Like, I want to do that too. And at the time I was obsessed with the spirituality, but also obsessed with health and fitness. So on the side, and I know that this is whole, like a whole crazy thing, so bear with me a sec- for a second because we'll get there. But on the side, I decided to get a personal training certification, and I started my entrepreneurship business as a health and fitness coach. And I got a few clients, was making a little bit of money on the side but my heart was really in the spiritual space. And so I found myself doing more intuitive readings for my health coaching clients. And along the way, really learned how to hone my own psychic mediumship gifts. And that's when I really saw a big takeoff in my business. And so I uh, quit my corporate job at the beginning of 2021 and I haven't looked back. And now I focus on spirituality full-time. So, yeah.
0: That's what we love, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like I guess, like like um, the path and journey everyone takes, you know, mm-hmm. and um and 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 not only that, but also like their experiences, like leading up to that, from like as early as like from like childhood, like the books you read to like what you did in college and everything. It's just crazy how like the story like lines up, you know. And and that's pretty cool how you've just been able to like quit your job. Um, you, you said beginning of twenty twenty one.
1: Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost
0: two years. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. I know yeah. it's has been flown by so quickly. But yeah. yeah, the way that I like to think about it, because I work a lot with clients who are trying to find their life purpose, trying to figure out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I tell them, take a look at the breadcrumbs. Like, what are the little things? What are your favorite hobbies, things that light you up, things that make you really happy and that bring you joy? Because Mm -hmm. all of those things, when we kind of combine them together, they create this really incredible personal brand. Mm -hmm. And that can be exactly what you're here to do on earth. That can be your life purpose is combining all of those breadcrumbs into something that really makes beautiful sense for you and what you're supposed to do here.
0: Mm -hmm. So So could you uh, elaborate more on, um, being a spiritual life coach? I know it's, um, it's very specific and broad at the same time when you say it. Yeah,
1: totally. So I work with two main types of clients. Uh, the first group of clients that I work with, mainly women, some men who are mm-hmm. looking to discover what their life purpose is. They They have discovered sort of, the spiritual side to themselves. They know they're more than just a human body. They feel connected to God and to the universe. And they're sort of wanting to develop their own intuition, their own psychic gifts, and kind of discover, like, I know I felt this major calling my whole life. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do here? I don't think it's this nine to five job. I feel like I'm here to do more than that. So what is that thing? So I work with people to help kind of discover what that could be and even help them create their own businesses. And then I also work with spiritual entrepreneurs who maybe they've been at this for a little while, they're still working in a corporate job and the spiritual business is the side hustle. So I help them get to the point where they're able to quit their corporate job just like I did and to grow their business into something that's actually financially sustainable while also still being really fun. Because I feel like a lot of people get caught up in the mm-hmm. entrepreneurship hustle and grind rat race. And it just doesn't end up, you end up boxing yourself into another nine to five job with your business. Mm-hmm. So I help make sure that my clients are creating a business that is sustainable, but also is fun and allows them to live their lives the way they want to at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. And as far as like creating a life that they want uh, want to, does that entail like... Um... Having time for family, friends, travel, Mm -hmm. all that stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a really big proponent of learning how to work with your own natural energy levels. Mm -hmm. So for me, my whole life, I've been the type of person who sleeps in late, stays up late. I've been like that mm-hmm. since I was a baby. Mm-hmm. And I even scheduled my, cl- my classes in college to accommodate for that. So now as an entrepreneur, I don't start my day until 12 PM Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't end my day until like eight or nine o'clock at night, but that works for me because that's when I'm mm-hmm. the most active and I feel the best. And then I fit in my other personal life stuff around that. So some of my clients are morning people and I help them discover how they can tailor their business and their meetings with clients around that morning schedule mm-hmm. or how can we work more with your natural energy so that you're working in the afternoon or at night or whatever the thing is for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right,
0: now I don't feel as bad for sleeping in now. <laughs> no, you
1: shouldn't. I feel like our society programs says yeah. that we have to get up early and be part of the 5 a.m. club but uh-huh. it's totally not the case.
0: Yeah, for me, I I I tend to uh, I could show up consistently and knock out like things during the day. For example, um um, just like things that got to do like 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 during the day. Let's say like a sales call, got to take those kind of like during during business hours. But like for the creative, like just like um, the high thinking task, I yeah. save those for the evening and like just consistently be hitting home runs, you know. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yeah. the creative flow hours, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. So discovering what time of the day that is for you, I feel like unlocks the door for a lot of people Mm -hmm. to enjoying, enjoying their day-to-day lives even more.
0: Yep. And one more thing that helps with like creative flow that I've been um, doing recently, and it even happened yesterday as well. Like whenever I go travel, I go on this thing called a thinking trip. So whenever I'm like, I go somewhere. If you travel like a hundred miles, like away from like your house or like apartment or whatever, I call it a thinking trip. And by you being in like a different environment, your senses are more activated. You know, just because totally. like you're, yeah, yeah, you're you're, yep. you're not familiar with, with your environment. So I kind of like I write down like ideas that I'm trying to like solve, and just by me thinking differently, I'm able to think of like new creative ideas. So yeah, I got so many techniques <laughs> as far as like using natural energy and and all that too just just to like come up with good ideas and yeah
1: (laughs) oh I love that so much I feel like I need to do that more often just shifting your environment can change your energy Mm -hmm. so much and allow the creativity to really flow in so that's awesome
0: yeah so um could you explain uh what like acacia Records are I see you have that on like your Instagram profile and also on your website I'm assuming that's like like one of the main things you do
1: Absolutely. So that's the main energy healing modality that I personally work with. So the Akashic Records are an energy frequency. Mm -hmm. Some people believe them to be a physical library of information about every soul on this planet. They are a library of information, but they are actually an energetic library. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting because... Being an energy frequency, I use my intuitive psychic senses to tune into the energy frequency of the Akashic Records and to receive information from my clients about what their life's mission and purpose is, what their business perhaps could be, about their relationships, how can they live more fulfilling, Mm -hmm. have more fulfilling relationships, how can they create more money, how can they create more abundance, how can they manifest things. So the Akashic Records Help people live in accordance with the truth of who they really are. Okay. So it's fascinating because they are, they teach every they teach my clients and me as the channel exactly what they need to hear for their own individual journey, they're not going to give you information that's a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter approach for living your life. Mm-hmm. They're actually going to give you the unique step-by-step process of what your soul's blueprint is supposed to be in this lifetime. So it's a it's a pretty cool thing to work with. And we tap into everything from past lives to future lifetime possibilities to unique soul gifts and talents and everything in between Mm -hmm. so it's it's a pretty cool thing
0: absolutely love that and I guess uh after getting it done for yourself how's it like shaped uh you as far as like direction and purpose
1: I, we, us in the spiritual community, we always talk about quantum leaps,
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: what that is. Is it's jumping from where you are, where you are now, into like this whole other version of yourself, really mm-hmm. quickly. So the akashic records literally helped me make a quantum leap in my life. I went from being in a corporate job, knowing a bit about spirituality, but not being, you know, super well versed in it, to. Learning to read the Akashic records, using that as a modality to help my clients, being able to create a six-figure business for Mm -hmm. myself within less than two years, and literally quantum leap myself to be able to quit my job and do this work full-time. It's Mm -hmm. like literally, it gives you the roadmap to what you're supposed to be doing here on this planet. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really helped me to do things so much more quickly. And for other people, it could take them five or ten years to do what I did in in two.
0: So could you elaborate more on Quantum Leap? I remember um yeah. I, think, I, I, I think it was four or five years ago. I remember um it was like um I came across this one video and it worked really well. <laughs> it was this That's one awesome. video about um, you know like with the two cups I think one is empty and then one has water in there and the one with water in there you kind of like put in um kind of like your current situation what you're feeling you're Ooh. kind of like um because water holds energy you know yep. mm-hmm. yeah um and correct me if I'm wrong but um I think you were talking to the glass of water or uh I think you got like a sticky note kind of like wrote down like what you're like um, kind of like your current situation like the problem you're having and then um on the new glass I think put in kind of like your desired situation and then um I forgot how it was but um I think
1: and then think, you probably pour the water into the and then drink glass. it yeah yeah okay uh-huh. yeah I've actually never done I, that before I, forgot, I feel but, like that's a uh-huh. that's a cool manifestation technique though yeah for
0: sure it worked too and yeah I did it like, it like four years ago
1: yeah <laughs> I love that that's amazing yeah Yeah. I mean, the whole principle behind it is to change your internal state of being, Mm -hmm. because if you're, let's say, for example, you're thinking of, let's say your goal is that you want to be a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. So in order to become a millionaire, you're going to need to become the internal version of you who is able to hold the frequency of a million dollars and who's Mm -hmm. able to have a million dollar business. So you're not going to be the same person you are today as the version of you who's the millionaire right so what basically what a quantum leap is is changing your internal thought processes your internal state of being who you are in order to whoa make different decisions and choices take different aligned action every single day, and then all of a sudden you are the millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are able to do that pretty quickly, depending on how fast you grow and change and how Mm -hmm. quick you're able to shift your internal reality. But that's basically what the premise of it is, is making a big leap from the version of you, who you are today, into the next version of you that you want to be.
0: Mm -hmm. And is there multiple ways to do? The, oh yeah there's so
1: many so many ways that you can do that including the method that you were saying with the water glasses which i will have to try that that's yeah. <laughs> super cool <laughs> so the akashic records are simply just a method that can help you to to do that and mm-hmm. there's so many like we said there are so many other ways that you can as well
0: yeah and like i guess the end goal of all this is to like improve the lives of others helping them like find purpose get, you know like getting at uh at peace you know that's like the whole purpose with with, with behind like like just like all the stuff here and that's, and that's the one thing I love about it you know it's like to help people it's like it's a resource that we can tap into to go use you know <laughs> that benefits 100%. us you know? yeah
1: I want more people to have access to this information mm-hmm. because it helped me so much it changed so much for me in my own life and I feel like more of us could use living our lives from the perspective of fun, freedom, and joy, mm-hmm. instead of the perspective of pain and sadness and suffering all of the time. Because mm-hmm. I feel like our society teaches us that life has to be hard and we have to work hard. And, you know, it keeps us in that state of being that's just so, oh, like, do I have to get out of bed this morning? You know, mm-hmm. kind of that energy. So I I really help teach my community and my my audience that no it doesn't have to be that way mm-hmm. you can jump out of bed and be excited about helping others and about sharing your message with the world mm-hmm.
0: so yeah so um as far as uh, you said you grew a uh, six-figure like business how mm-hmm. did you do that as far as like leveraging uh social media how how has social media kind of like played like a, a part as far as like um just growing your business to the point it is today
1: Yeah. So I grew my business through Instagram. I also have a a YouTube channel, but it's not a big part of my business. So my main audience is on Instagram and I really created a community. I created a following where the, the brand and the energy that I give off really makes people feel like they're best friends with me. And they are. I see my community and my audience as my best friends. And so the more that I showed up that way, posted consistently on Instagram, shared my knowledge and educated my audience. The more I pulled in people who really resonated with me and my message and my story and the way that I, you know, the way that I teach. So from there I created a group coaching program as well as one-on-one mentorships, which really allowed me to create a stable income for myself every single month. And it's really cool because now I can grow and scale those things by creating new group mentorships, Mm -hmm. creating courses, which are uh, passive sources of income, as well as, you know, changing my one-on-one pricing and packages to be able to offer a higher value to my Mm -hmm. clients and to really get them amazing transformative results, while also making sure that it's an equal energy exchange between Mm -hmm. the time and energy that I'm pouring into them and what they're receiving on the other end. Mm -hmm. So all of those things um, helped me to create the business that I have today.
0: I love it. And it's crazy because I I remember my Instagram page, I started from scratch at the beginning of 2020. And just like the compounding effect of just like showing up every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look back at it, you're like, wow, I remember like day one, that first post, you know?
1: Oh my gosh. And the first video that I ever filmed was horrible. <laughs> <Walking> <laughs> yeah. back, it's like so embarrassing to see the way that I used to show up. So for people who are new to this or who are nervous about showing up on social media, I always say it's time to practice and showing mm-hmm. up consistently and being yourself. You get used to it. It gets easier and it it becomes more fun with time, mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah. So. And uh, one thing that helps as well is like not chasing the money, but chasing a mountaintop, chasing a purpose, kind of, you know, yep. kind of like a big goal as far as like... um. Going into it with the mindset of, like I'm cool with doing this for free, you know. I just want to go and like uh, like achieve this goal. This goal will make me happy. Going into that as well, so
1: absolutely. Hopes. And I have always led with mission and impact as being my main driver. I don't lead through income. I don't set monthly income goals for myself. Mm-hmm. That's never worked for me. And I've been able to create a six figure business, like not mm-hmm. even really thinking and focusing on the financial aspect of it, which is pretty amazing. But at the very, very beginning, I started off with doing free readings for people mm-hmm. and, I, and very low cost services to build my skills, to get testimonials. So for anyone new who's starting off, everybody has to start up somewhere, right? Yeah. And um, eventually you're able to grow and shift and change and, and raise your prices along the way as it feels aligned. Mm-hmm.
0: And as you were building, how long did it take as far as like that transition to go for Go to go from your corporate job, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that time
1: frame. So I share a story with a word of caution because I have to say I got very, very, very lucky. I quit my job when I had made that month, the month prior, two hundred dollars in my business. I had made done one reading that cost two hundred dollars. I decided okay. I had the vision. I was sick and tired of my corporate job. I was like, I'm going all in on myself. I had no savings. I quit my job a month later. That month, I got a tax refund in the exact amount of money that I needed for my bills. The month after that, I was able to replace my corporate income from the work that I was doing on social media, working with clients, creating my first ever group mentorship so I was able to replace my corporate income right away, mm. um, and again, I was really dedicating a lot of time and effort to that. So you do have to take consistent action. But for me, I never built a you know a, a, a consistent amount of income while working in corporate. I had to quit, leave, and finally mm-hmm. have all the time that I needed to be able to to uh, create a business full time. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, the um. You hear of people like um from uh nine to five, that's when you go and like work the job and then from uh what like five to five to nine uh PM, you know, you work on your side yeah. hustle and then like an hour to yourself.
1: Um sounds good on paper. Everything, uh I don't wanna say everything, this
0: is just, just kinda like the quality of everything goes down, yeah. open your job, and there's a point to where you have to go and just take a, take a leap of faith, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's how I started, too, because I started my business in January of 2020 before the pandemic hit, and I was commuting to work, and then mm-hmm. I would come home at 6 p.m., and then I would do my side hustle from, like, 6 to 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I was working crazy hours at the time. Then when the pandemic hit, I started working from home. And I was able to kind of do both a little bit yeah. simultaneously, <laughs> which helped me so much. So that's really, and in that first year when I was still uh, working in corporate and, and do, building both at the same time, um, even though I didn't wasn't making a lot of money in the side mm-hmm. hustle, at least I was building an audience. I was, you know, creating customer mm-hmm. connections and audience connections and so forth. And so when I did quit my job, I had the foundation of the audience, the brand vision, and I knew what offerings and products I wanted to create. So it was all really able to take off from there.
0: Yeah. And as far as like offerings and products, I saw you had like a a variety of services on your website. Uh, I think you had like intuitive mentoring, intuitive souls and corporate mentorship, intuition activation Academy. You might uh, explain uh, more about those.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the Intuition Activation Academy, I'm going to start there because I'm actually getting ready to relaunch it next week for the holidays. It's an online self-paced course that's designed to teach you how to unlock your own intuitive and psychic gifts. It's literally the mentorship that I wish that I had had when I was doing health coaching and like doing intuitive mentoring with my clients, but didn't really know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I teach you all of the skill sets that I use when working with my own clients so that you can perhaps start your own intuitive business. Mm -hmm. So that's what the Intuition Activation Academy is. It's really amazing. Um, I also, have a variety of one-on-one mentorships, some for people who are working in entrepreneurship already or who are working in corporate and wanting to build a business. I also have one-on-one mentorships for people who work in corporate and who want to lead through the corporate setting while discovering what their sole purpose is and what their own unique mission and purposes here on this planet so that's what the intuitive uh souls and corporate mentorship is and then i also teach the akashic records as well so Mm -hmm. for anyone who's interested in learning about the akashic records and how you can use them in your own life i also offer classes on that as well
0: i love it you got like something for everyone you know (laughs) yeah
1: oh totally yeah and um
0: i love like in the name of like all like like and all and like everything you offer it has the word intuition in there kind of like um um just like using various various resources to really go and live like uh live life on your terms something that makes you uh doing things that make you happy you know do you have yeah. like any cool i guess like transformational stories as far as like people maybe plastic clients plastic you that came your way to where they're at, at like one state and then their life just like completely like just like A complete 180 to where like they're living life on their terms if they're living life to the fullest or heading that way at least
1: yeah so i have to share the story of my client jess who we started working one-on-one at this time last year and at the time she was working in a media and advertising corporate job she was Mm -hmm. so burnt out working crazy hours And she knew that she was being called to do an intuitive business herself. She didn't know what that was gonna look like, but she was really obsessed with manifestation specifically, which is like learning how to bring things into your reality and reach your goals uh, through working with the universe. So she started creating a business, building an audience. Well, during our time together, she decided to quit her corporate job. And now she's a full-time business owner. She specializes as a manifestation coach. She's doing Mm -hmm. amazing. So now we're at a year later and she's absolutely thriving. And she's created such a cool business for herself that I know is just going to really take off in amazing directions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I love to do yeah <laughs> get, get people out of corporate yeah. and help them create just like a cool cool career for themselves that may, they may never have dreamed was mm-hmm. even possible
0: and how did that make you feel when you saw like um that first transformation and someone else that you helped
1: Oh my gosh it was just like it's so beautiful for me to see my clients leading themselves because as a mentor I can guide you I can teach you, I can give Mm -hmm. you ideas and help you. But at the end of the day, my clients have to take their own intuitively based action in order Mm -hmm. to create the lifestyle that they want. So when I see someone taking action and actually getting results from it, from the guidance that I've given them, it's just like the most amazing feeling in the world. And to know that I've helped to change many people's lives because of that, it's, it's just such a cool process and experience mm-hmm. it gives
0: you purpose to uh mm-hmm. being able to know you're being able to know you have like a purpose and impact in life you know it makes you want to like get out of bed and just like go and do work I'm still sleeping in I may get up at like eleven fifty nine. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but it just it 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 gives you, um, it makes you want to get out and just go out there yeah. and just like, get it, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. And the other thing that I really love helping my clients do is discover their own psychic and intuitive gifts. Mm-hmm. It is wild to me to see some of my past clients go from never having spiritual experiences ever to speaking with their loved ones on the other side in their bedroom in the middle of the night and like having these crazy experiences where they're able to talk to spirit guides and loved mm-hmm. ones and angels and get signs from the universe and manifest cool things it's just it's crazy that i've inspired mm-hmm. people to be able to find those gifts from within themselves too mm-hmm.
0: I think we've already touched on this, but um could you go more into like uh quantum energy healing?
1: I oh yeah, know. for I, sure. I
0: think we spoke about quantum leap, but um I'm not sure if like uh, energy healing is uh something different.
1: Yeah, so with the concept of energy healing, everything in the universe is energy. This is kind of the basic of quantum physics. Mm-hmm. Everything has a specific vibrational frequency. It's made up Mm -hmm. of molecules that are vibrating again at that specific frequency. So with that basis of very basic understanding, by the way, I'm not a scientist, so I can't (laughs) go into like extreme detail about this, but how it works is when I am working with a client, we're able to tap into their energy body because you're not Mm -hmm. just a physical body, you've got an energy field, you've got a, a column of chakra energy centers, So, we tap into your energy body and we discover what is quantumly blocking those energy centers. And by quantum, I mean we tap into the energy of past lives, we tap into the energy of traumas from childhood, from this lifetime, because they all, all of the information. It gets stored energetically within Mm -hmm. your energy body. So we use energy to heal, clear, and release all of those blockages in order to help you feel lighter, brighter, more free, and Mm -hmm. more in alignment. It's so wild to me. For just for an example, I did an energy healing for a client's uh, son a bit ago, and he Mm -hmm. was suffering with extreme stomach pain, stomach issues, like just had really intense stomach issues. And she, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong, no idea what was going on. So I tapped into his energy field and his guy, his spirit guides were showing me that he had a block in his stomach from a past life where Mm -hmm. he was a sailor and he had been killed on the ship in the stomach. Mm -hmm. So when I told her that, And she's very spiritual. So she told her son kind of the details of what Mm -hmm. had happened. Literally all of his stomach issues went away. He went off all of his medication Mm -hmm. and he now has like such a normal childhood and is not bothered by any of that anymore. So Mm -hmm. it is crazy to me that you can still be impacted by what you did in Mm -hmm. past lives and how much that can have an influence on how you feel today in Mm -hmm. this current lifetime.
0: Yep, and also like uh, like things that happen within like this current like like because like even earlier this year like I had a relationship that wasn't um closed off properly you know just like ended properly yeah. you know and mm-hmm. um just that negative energy killed you my spark killed my yeah. spark you know <laughs> I didn't have that glow to me when I when I walk around mm-hmm. you know so at the go and fix it so yep uh uh-huh yeah you 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 can't um you can hide it all you want to but it's like you you know (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, and we can create cords with people in our life too so past relationships we have an energy cord to them so cutting that energy cord helps to let go of the exchange of energy between you and that other person and Mm -hmm. then you can move on with your life and feel like yourself and you're not taking on that other person's energy as if it were your own anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And the best part is like once um that burden's been able, I guess like lifted off and like you're, you know, like your, your energy is all good again. It it, you're able to like live life to your fullest. You know, you're able to like, life is enjoyable again.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like A lot of us are more sensitive and empathic, meaning we take on other people's energies and emotions more than we know, and we often don't even realize exactly what our natural state of being is, Mm -hmm. like who we are without the noise of other people's stuff. So one thing I really teach my clients is how to set boundaries, of course, with other people, but also how to energetically clear your field so that you're letting go of mom stuff, dad stuff, your partner, your roommate, like send all of that back to them so that again, you can be in your own natural state of being, which is often so much calmer, more peaceful Mm -hmm. and more relaxed than maybe you you thought was Mm -hmm. possible, so.
0: I meant to ask you, um, as far as, like, you learning, like, um, making a business online and and all that stuff, did you ever, like, get, like, a mentor for that? Like, buying, like, a high-ticket, like, program, uh, as far oh, as yeah. I kind of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've spent a lot of money and investments <laughs> on my business. And I feel like that's another way to quantum leap your growth is to invest <laughs> in yourself, invest in your progress and in your business. I'm always continually investing in my business, whether that be a new team member or a new mentor, that's going to help me get to the next level of my own growth. So I just think it's such an important thing. And I know that if I stopped getting resources and help and support, that I would probably just really stagnate and I wouldn't be able to grow. Mm -hmm. So
0: and one thing I uh, noticed about like buying because I bought my first high ticket program $2,000 at 18 years old. I was nervous. I was was like, I don't know about this. That's
1: amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I took the leap of faith and um, it was fascinating because like when you make that investment in yourself, um, you're like, dang, let me at least break even on this. And by the time you make your money back, um, everything else from there is upside. Plus, you already have a proven system. And in two, um, I discovered about the power of buying into communities. Like mm-hmm. the community yeah. I bought into just like you got people, sure, you had the people out that, that that kind of like ahead of like where i where I was at, but but it was um such a good environment to put myself into to where um um the energy we were all like giving off and bouncing off of each other, I wanted to go and um like it was uplifting everyone, long story short, you know, that was yeah. one thing I really noticed.
1: I love group mentorships for so many reasons, because like you were saying, the power of proximity, when you are around like-minded people, not only are you going to get inspired by new ideas, but you may also meet someone who's a future collaborator or a future business partner. You may meet someone who's a future client who's going to end up really learning a lot from you. You may meet someone who ends up having an incredible podcast and then you get to be a guest on that podcast. Mm -hmm. So I feel like investing in a mentorship, especially a mastermind or a group one is so it gives back in so many ways because it introduces you to a new community that could turn into so many new future opportunities. Mm
0: -hmm. On my plane ride um, yesterday, I I brought the book, they can grow rich. And I remember the first time I read that book at 16 years old, I think there was, um, I think it was two chapters, but the one that that never, that never really clicked with me is the masterminds one, but now I'm getting older. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand that more and more, you know, mm-hmm. the power of masterminds.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, too, because <laughs> our society really teaches us that we have to compete with everybody. We're constantly in mm-hmm. competition. However, if we learn to like look outside of ourselves a little bit and collaborate with some of those people that we consider to be competitors, Mm -hmm. we could create something really incredible with that, that collaborator that could turn into something that could help and inspire so many people. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about that collaboration over competition. Oh
0: yeah. Same here. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, do you have like any exciting plans for the future as far as like, um, Um, new like services courses coming out or like different ways you're going to expand
1: yeah I'm really excited about the course that I was sharing earlier that helps you to discover your intuitive gifts I feel like it's just going to be such an accessible program for people to really be able to have access to that Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited because I'm going to be relaunching a coaching certification that I created this past year that teaches you All the different modalities that I use and how to use them to help clients. So, one thing I find with a lot of new spiritual entrepreneurs is that they don't have the skill set to be able to actually get their clients results and to actually get their clients a transformation. So, the certification program is teaching my own method that taps into the subconscious mind that helps you to rewire your brain and your um limiting beliefs and to create a new internal reality for yourself. Uh, so the certification is gonna help my clients be able to teach their own clients to be able to do that, which is super cool. So I'm excited for that to come out in
0: 2023. Mm. I love it. And 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 uh, anything else as far as like 2023. It's crazy how the year is like I know like almost December, I I'm like, like
1: And <laughs> now I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had like fun travel plans to share. I really Uh don't. I'm just looking forward to spending time at home with my family and over the holidays and just relaxing and slowing down a little bit. I did a lot of traveling this past year. So I think just being able to relax and take some days off is going to be really good for me. Mm -hmm.
0: So yeah, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. That's, that's my favorite holiday, you know, just, just cause like it's it's, it's just family all over the place. I'm starting to kind of dislike, uh, not dislike, um. because Of Christmas, you got to buy people gifts and everything, you know. But Thanksgiving, it's like there's no the only gift you bring there's is yourself and maybe yep. a plate of like, 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 like a side dish or or whatever. You know?
1: <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. You just well, I mean, I guess for those of us who aren't cooking, I cooking yeah, yeah,
0: uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> with
1: our side dish, but uh, yep. but yeah, it's just such a special holiday because there's none of the like frills of Christmas or other holidays where there's a lot going on, so yeah, I can't wait for it too.
0: Mm -hmm. and um I guess like how are you like as far as like balancing life between like uh family uh you time mental health time uh um maybe like working out remember you said like you're a personal trainer how Mm -hmm. does like um how do you juggle everything as far as like that work life balance and just like um living life to the fullest how do you do it
1: yeah, so I set boundaries in my business pretty early on when I was first getting started and I'm really glad that I did that because mm-hmm. now that I have a good a good structure for my business, I'm not constantly going trying to overreach that. For example, I never work on weekends. Sometimes I'll host a workshop or a class, but For the majority of the 52 weekends out of the year, or not, yeah, 52 weekends out of the year, um, I am not working. So that's been a big thing for me. I also only see clients for one-on-one sessions Tuesday through Thursday. So that's really great because Monday and Friday are my days for like business admin stuff, social media, content creation, course creation, stuff like that. And then fitness-wise, self-care-wise. So again, I see clients after 12 o'clock so my morning is for me. I go to my Pilates class or I go to the gym. I do my meditation. I make a nice breakfast. It's just like I do everything. I listen to a good podcast. I do everything that makes me feel really good. Um, and then at the end of the day, I try to sign off at a good time and make a good dinner for myself and really and really relax. So I feel like having those kind of boundaries with the business has made a really big difference for me. Mm.
0: I love that uh response boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of any yeah, I have specifically. I think the only one I really enforce is that like you can't hop on my schedule uh within the next 24 hours. Yeah. It has to be like 2 days out, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: been so uh that's been so useful. <laughs>
1: oh, totally. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. I think that's the main one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, when I was first getting started, I would get emails from people asking for emergency readings, meaning yeah. <laughs> like, I need your help like tomorrow or today, mm-hmm. you know, and I would do that. And I booked, I way overbooked myself about a year ago. And I burnt myself out so quickly because mm-hmm. I was seeing too many people too many hours a day, too many hours a day on zoom. I feel like being on zoom all day every day is exhausting in and of itself um so now that i've kind of limited myself a little bit that has really made a big difference for me and how i feel mm-hmm. so
0: um two more uh exciting questions for you to kind of close things off if you could do it all over again what would you do differently as far as like your journey
1: i would honestly I don't have a lot of regrets. (laughs) I would say the main couple of things where I wish I had been more discerning with my investments as a business Mm -hmm. owner, because at the beginning I was chasing every shiny object. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is going to help me. This is going to help me. This mentor is going to help me. And I spent a lot, way too much money on too many things. And of course, it always, you end up making it back and so on and so forth. But I just wish that I had been, again, a little bit more picky and choosy with my time and energy um other than that I feel yeah I feel like I have had a really cool journey in a relatively short amount of time and I'm I'm really proud of the progress that I've made again in that short frame of time so yeah
0: yeah move you on the yeah it's easy to kind of like (laughs) swipe 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 the credit cards, you know like the Yeah. yeah yeah as far as like um I'm not too much of a materialistic person, but um, yeah. If you sh- w- wave the right um course Same. or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and the other thing too is, I feel like as entrepreneurs, we can get information overload all of the time. Sometimes. We So we invest in five different mentorships or programs. And then we have all of this content that we need to focus on. And then your brain just gets so maxed out by having to mm-hmm. learn everything. So really being picky and choosy with the things that you feel like really light you up the most and leaving the rest, I feel like is so good. Because otherwise that random course is just going to sit in your email and you're never going to look at it, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> One thing I do now, as far as like future investments, just kind of like knowing where I'm at. As, uh where I want to be at goals wise and uh one of my weaknesses actually is paid advertising so
1: mm. yeah yeah yep
0: yeah. so, so 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 like buy into the thing buy into things that kind of help uh kind of hit on that that specific weakness directly, where I'm at least yeah. getting like a proven framework and go and like do it myself or maybe they go and do it for me yeah that's yeah. that's kinda why yep yeah, that's my investment strategy <laughs> I love
1: that I love that.
0: Yeah. Um, And then my last question for you is if you could do something um, just every day that makes you happy, what would that be?
1: Oh, that's such a beautiful question. I, I honestly just love, again, working with my natural, natural energy and following things that light me up. So when I can get up and have just some cool activities planned for myself throughout the day, having my favorite cup of tea in the morning, reading a good book, going out and exploring the city that I live in, spending time with my my boyfriend and my friends and family members. I just feel like doing that, just living life, is really what brings me so much joy. Being surrounded by the people that I love, as cheesy as that sounds.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's the simple things in life, you know, that bring brings happiness. Yeah. Yeah absolutely love that well uh well yeah thanks thanks for coming on the the podcast emily for all the listeners uh i'll have all her links down below in the description that includes like links to like her websites uh her social media and uh all that good stuff right there but um um yeah you know like once again thanks for having thanks for coming on board emily like you're yeah, like an amazing story and just like just like an amazing journey you're doing like great things and definitely learn I learned a lot. I'm pretty sure people that are listening, they learn a lot as well. And yeah, just thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you for
1: having me. This has been so much fun. It's been such a joy. So I appreciate you.
0: All right. That's it for episode 12 of the Let's Go Viral podcast. And I'll see you
1: guys in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.